Welcome to day 127 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season on the story of the prophets. We've been reading through the book of Isaiah, and we come uh, to the final few verses in the final chapter of Isaiah. And Isaiah ends, you know, with one of the major themes of the prophet. He uh, talks about, you know, the day of the Lord, uh, both how it'll bring comfort to God's people, but it'll also be a day of consternation for those who have opposed God. And uh, this is going to be a theme that we're going to catch as well in both of the minor prophets that we're going to look at this week, uh, Zephaniah and Nahum as well. So as we begin Isaiah, we uh, pick up in verse 12 and read through the end. Before we uh, read, we also always pause and uh, offer ourselves and offer this moment to the Lord. So Katie, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? I'm, by the way, Paul here with Katie and Matt (laughs) and David. (laughs) Let's pray. Father, thank you for this moment that you've given us in your word. Thank you that you meet us where we are, and we can always count on the fact that you faithfully um, meet us here. And so would you do that? Holy Spirit, would you use your word to speak to us and remind us of these wonderful truths that we find in Scripture? Remind us of where we fit in this story, um, but also remind us that the story is not about us, but it's about you. Um, and your plan of redemption and how you've chosen to um, reveal yourself, your heart to us. And we are so grateful. Would you be with us as we um, not only read your word, but um, but do your word today. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 66, verse 12. For this is what the Lord says, I'll extend peace to her like a river and the wealth of the nations like a flooding stream. You will nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you, and you'll be comforted over Jerusalem. When you see this, your heart will rejoice, and you will flourish like grass. The hand of the Lord will be made known to his servants, but his fury will be shown to his foes. See, the Lord is coming with fire, and his chariots are like a whirlwind who will bring down uh, his anger with fury and his rebuke with the flames of fire. For the fire and his sword, the Lord will execute judgment on all people, and many will be those slain by the Lord. Those who consecrate and purify themselves to go into the gardens, following one who, uh, following one who is among those who eat the flesh of pigs and rats and other unclean things, they will meet their end together with the one they follow, declares the Lord. And I, because of what they have planned and done, am about to come and gather the people of all nations and languages and they will come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them, and I will send some of those who survived to the nations, to Tarshish, to the Libyans, to the Lydians, famous as archers, to Tubal, and to Greece, and to the distant lands that have not heard of my fame or seen my glory, that will proclaim my glory among the nations, and that will bring all your people from all the nations to my holy mountain in Jerusalem as an offering to the Lord, on horses and chariots and wagons and on mules and in camels, says the Lord. They will bring them as the Israelites bring their grain offerings to the temple of the Lord in ceremonial clean vessels. And I'll select some of them also to be priests and Levites, says the Lord. As the new heavens and the new earth that I make will endure before me, declares the Lord, so will your name and descendants endure. From one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all mankind will come and bow down before me, says the Lord. And they will go out and look on the dead bodies of those who rebelled against me. The worms that eat them will not die, the fire that burns them will not be quenched, and they will be loathsome to all mankind. And so what has been largely a very positive book ends on a really stark note, and it reminds us, you know, both of uh, 
the consolation of the day of the Lord, but also the great you know, consternation that comes you know, to those who have rejected the Lord. And it's a very vivid picture uh, you know, of, uh, of not only you know, temporal but eternal punishment as well. So you have a mixture of the new heavens and the new earth and the joy that that brings, but then the stark uh, warning that is part and parcel of who the prophets are. I would say this has been the, those kind of twin themes that we've seen running throughout the prophets as we've been reading it. It, it, it. That great message of hope, you know, that there's going to be this extension of peace that flows like a river, a great comfort that comes as, as a mother comforts her child, and yet at the same time a great judgment that also, you know, arrives from the same hand. And, and so holding those themes together, you know, we see that, yeah, there's a great hope for the people of God, but there's also a great judgment that is coming and and question you know is, is what will fall upon us or you know and obviously that points us to jesus and, and it does and, and you also have a theme that you know that's completed here a biblical theme that's completed and uh, this is not only the restoration of israel but also the restoration of nations as well and they will come on wagons and on mules and on camels you know from all the ends of the earth and you even have that you know part where, and i will appoint some of them to be priests and levites you know among me uh, which is what you know, Peter said, we are a holy nation, a royal priesthood declaring his praises. Mm-hmm. And so we have been included in that. And what a vivid you know, vision you know, of the future as well. And of course, this is a fulfillment of uh, you know, the promise to Abraham, I will bless you and make your name great. And through you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And of course, the very center of that blessing is uh, the work of Christ Jesus and his life, death, resurrection, and, and current and coming reign. And so much of this points us to Jesus, as, as you're talking about me into the New Testament. Peter picks up on these themes. Jesus, as well, spoke about you know a place of torment, where weeping, gnashing of teeth, um, where there he talked about judgment. He talked about the great hope, and and then he sends his disciples out, you know, to make disciples of all nations, carrying again uh, many of the themes that Isaiah has picked up on, and and we see all throughout the scriptures. No, and and you see, you know, in the immediate application, you see. A lot of the uh, horrors, you know, of war that would sweep back and forth across the nation, and eventually uh, Judah would be redeemed from that. But you see Jesus using these as images of a of a, a far more substantial judgment, you know, a judgment that is an eternal judgment for those who who've refused, you know, the invitation of the Lord to come to Him and to be His people. Um, verse eighteen, for me, is um, really really poignant and it says and i because of what they planned and done i'm about to come and gather the people of all nations and languages and they will come and see my glory just thinking about how um, that's just such a gift for those who know the lord um, to be able to see his glory and i love that that's like that's kind of our reward is um as his people is um he's not saying we're gonna get all these riches and um, you know, all, growing up in the church, you hear about all the, the mansion in heaven you get to right. have. We How just, great the golf courses are going to be and <laughs> yeah. the fishing is so good. Yeah. And uh-huh. even like, and we even talk about when loved ones die, like, you know, getting to see them again. And I'm so excited that I do have hope that I will. But I think the greatest treasure will be to get to be, to see his glory. And that's an answer to Moses' request, you know when Moses asked if he could see God's glory and he wasn't at the point where he could yet, um, it wasn't even safe for him. So 
what a what a sweet thing that we get to look forward to. And it's not just sweet. That's such a that that word doesn't do it justice. But it's just. But wonderful. it is certainly a description that it will be sweet. It'll be grand. It'll be awe aspiring, majestic, beautiful. But there's there's human language cannot uh, grasp it. But it will very least be a sweet uh, reunion of God with His people. And you see that you know in the final chapter where from now on His dwelling is with his people and he will be their God and they will be that that is sweet and of course the you know the language he uses you know Matt's already pointed this out a uh, very tender you know language he's just talked about and you know, remember in the verses you know before this he's just talked about a rebirth of the city of Jerusalem mm-hmm. and Jerusalem is about to in temporal terms really be the epicenter of all of these, you know, all of the back and forth and the war, and it will be ultimately destroyed. And he talks about a rebirth of the city of Jerusalem, which, of course, is a picture of the rebirth, you know, of the people of God as well. And it, it will be a city where, you know, God nurtures his people. Mm-hmm. And, and so that certainly fits with the, the sweet description, you know, of that. Uh, for some of us a little more masculine-minded, they're just kind of... Uh, cool. But anyway, okay, good. I'm good with that. Well, and you have to love how Scripture, you know, highlights those images. You know, yeah. times where it is the writers are not afraid to to say that this is the way that God cares for us as a nursing mother cares and cares for her child, and, and, uh, as a father disciplines his son. Like these are yeah. images that uh, Paul was able to speak of himself the same way as a father, you know, compassionately caring for his children. So we were among you as a mother, you know, who nurtures a child, you know, which is you know, where you were. You know, just quoting, you know, you know, as well. And it is a real part of, uh, you know, the identity of who God is and, of course, the heart that he, he gives He gives us as well. Yeah, like as well as we you know, talking about, you know, the glory of the Lord among the nations, all these languages coming together, his glory being proclaimed among the nations. And I wonder what Isaiah would even think today, you know, even as a church, as Christ Church, we get to have some cool partnerships and, you know, one in Lagos, Nigeria, one in Guatemala, and we get to hear stories of how people come into faith through these congregations and these witnesses globally. And as a part of Acts 29, we get to hear other stories. And so it is kind of wild to think about. He's he's talking about this day where the nations are, and, you know, what was he thinking about when he thought about that? And then for us to kind of be a part of that today and, and to see the gospel going globally, is something that I don't cherish probably enough, but mm. seeing that was a longing of the prophet's hearts for so long. Now, you're reading Isaiah, a lot yeah, reading Isaiah 66 certainly uh, enlarges your vision of what God is all about. You know, he's not simply about, you know, restoring the nation of Israel, or he's not simply about, you know, simply restoring his church. He's about displaying his glory through Israel and displaying his glory through the church so that the nations may see and come and know who he is. And so it's not, you know, just a privilege we have to see his glory, but a responsibility we have to reflect his glory. And, and of course, that's a, a mega theme. We were created, you know, as a reflection of God's heart and character to rule over and steward, you know, the, the his good creation, uh, you know, for his glory and for the benefit of those around us. And of course, that is the call of the church. And that is a call we talked about a little while ago when he says, I'll choose among them to be Levites and priests for me, for us, you know, and, and the priest of the believer is not so much that we get to be our own mediating authority, mm-hmm. which is a part of the priesthood that belongs to Christ, but we get to convey God's glory uh, to the nations. And, and that is, you know, that is part of our priesthood uh, that we represent. Um, mm-hmm. 
And part of that is exactly what Isaiah is doing here for us, holding out a better promise, you know, an, an enduring city. Other Hebrews will say, but verse 22 is the new heavens and new earth um, that I will make will endure before me. So your name will and descendants will endure. You know, that there is a, a greater hope held out to us, an enduring hope. And of course, that you know summarizes the message of the prophets. It's a call to repentance, a warning if you do not repent that uh, judgment is imminent. And you see those images you know, even carried out here at the end because this is still standing as a warning. But then there's a promise even beyond God's temporal judgment is God's restoration and God's grace. So even his judgment is part of the kindness of God that leads us to repentance as hard as it is you know, many times for us to see it that way. Nice, uh, I'm going to miss Isaiah. As I read through the scripture every year, I kind of get excited when I get to read Romans again and get excited when I get to read Isaiah again. And of course, there are other books that fall in that category as well. Uh, But uh, it's been a fun uh, fun few weeks in Isaiah. David, why don't you close us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. And Father, we see the hope held out here in Isaiah and, and we see that hope come to fulfillment in, in Christ Jesus. So thank you for the hope you've given us in Jesus. Um, may our hearts, um, may may you open the eyes of our hearts to see that, to behold it, and may that change, um, may that change who we are, may that change our hearts, our desires, our, our longings, our hopes, and may those be wrapped up in Jesus. And we pray us all in his name, amen. Amen.